Thank you for joining us with Ask a Historian. I'm Matthew Wilkinson, historian with Heritage Mississauga. And each week, we invite you to send in your questions, and we'll explore the fascinating stories of the city of Mississauga together. Like, subscribe, and follow us and stay up to date on all the heritage happenings with Heritage Mississauga. For this week's episode, hearing as we are at Remembrance Day, we're focusing on the story of some of Mississauga's many cenotaphs, war memorials, honor rolls, etc. Uh, Mississauga is not home to one single uh, cenotaph. We have multiple that reflect the origins of the city as a, an uh, amalgamation of villages that were once independent of each other. And as such, many of these locales have their own uh, symbols of remembrance on the landscape. Um, so we're going to focus on uh, a couple of the more prominent and older ones in our community and, and talk about kind of their origin stories here with Ask a Historian this week. We'll start chronologically, and our, our first uh, uh, cenotaph for War Memorial is, is the oldest one on our landscape, and that is the Port Credit, uh, what we refer to today anyways, is the Port Credit Cenotaph on uh, Stave Bank Road in Vimy Park. Um, the official name for it when it was created is the Port Credit and Vicinity Soldiers Memorial, and it was uh, shortened to the Port Credit War Memorial, Cenotaph being a, a more uh, modern name applied to it. But the Port Credit and Vicinity Soldiers Memorial uh, is located on what was the former site of the town square and Banshell. During the course of the war, and this being the First World War, notices of casualties were posted on the Banshell, and the park itself became a focal point for community gatherings, obviously somber in nature uh, in the during the course of the First World War. Uh, following the First World War, uh, there was a movement uh, to seek to commemorate those that had uh, had fallen and uh, were, were lost overseas, and many of whom, of course, were buried overseas. Uh, and the first mention of raising funds to build a memorial and port credit to fallen soldiers came in April of 1924. A year later, in 1925, a cenotaph design from the Macintosh Granite Company was accepted. The Banshell site in the town square, well, this is on Stave Bank Road, was selected for the location of the Soldiers Memorial, and the War Memorial was unveiled on November 12, 1925, by Lieutenant Governor Henry Cockshut. The design for the Soldiers' Memorial is based on the Cross of Sacrifice, which was an accepted cenotaph design by Sir Reginald Blomfield for the, for the Imperial War Graves Commission, now known as the Commonwealth War Graves Commission. The memorial originally listed the names of 32 soldiers from Port Credit in the surrounding area who fell in the First World War. In 1946 and 1983, respectively, casualties from the Second World War and the Korean War were added to the memorial. The park in which the memorial sits was not originally named. It was a kind of an unnamed town square in Port Credit. In 2017, the Council of the City of Mississauga formally named the park Vimy Park in honor of the 100th anniversary of the Battle of Vimy Ridge. And so that is, in brief, the story of the Port Credit and Vicinity Soldiers Memorial, also referred to as the Port Credit War Memorial or the Port Credit Cenotaph. From there, we go to uh, uh, the Streetsville War Memorial. Unveiled on Dominion Day, July 1st, 1926, the Streetsville War Memorial, officially known as the Great War Overseas Veterans Memorial, is the second oldest cenotaph in Mississauga. The chosen location for the cenotaph was the intersection of Queen Street and Main Street due to its previous use as a fairground, bandshell, and other community gathering space. 
The Streetsville Overseas Veterans Club, which now is uh, connected to the Streetsville uh, Legion of the Royal Canadian Branch uh, Legion, uh, was headed by their president, Captain Reverend Frank Vipond, a veteran of the First World War. And they were inspired to create the war memorial by a miniature brick cenotaph set up in the store window of Fred Moss's general store. That was in Streetsville, trying to gain support within the community for the idea. The miniature also inspired the design with bricks coming from the Milton Press Brick Company. Samuel S. Finley, head of the art department of Riverdale Technical School, who lived in Streetsville, provided preliminary design sketches. The idea of using brick material for, uh, for the War Memorial in Streetsville was unique at the time. Creating the War Memorial was a group effort where many of the materials and work were donated and funds were raised from the community through the Streetsville Overseas Memorial Fund. In 1947, the names of eight Streetsville residents who passed away during the Second World War were added to the War Memorial. In 1974, the War Memorial was designated under the terms of the Ontario Heritage Act as a historically significant monument. In 1983, the War Memorial was restored, and again in 1989, and, slightly, and relocated slightly eastward of its original position in 2013 as part of a redesign of their Streetsville Village Square. The next memorial we'll look at today is the Malton Cenotaph. Created and funded by the Malton Royal Canadian Legion Branch 528, the Cenotaph was unveiled on November 4th of 1978 by the Ontario's Lieutenant Governor, Pauline McGibbon, in the presence of Legion members, the Mississauga Fire Department, and Peel Police Department. The Cenotaph was a tribute to fallen soldiers from the First World War, the Second World War, and the Korean War. The Malton Cenotaph is the second part of a war memorial set up in the northeast corner of Wildwood Park after the opening of the CF-100 uh, uh, Second World War Memorial, also created by the Malton uh, Royal Canadian Legion, where, in 1974, a CF-100 was put on a pedestal in the park to commemorate the aviation history and connections in the community, and particularly for the Second World War and beyond. Uh, in 2016, the entire park was renamed the Paul Coffey Park. Uh, and the final cenotaph for today's episode of Ask a Historian is the Lakeview ANAF Cenotaph. The Lakeview Army, Navy, Air and Air Force Association, Unit 262, was formed in, two, in 1936. The ANAF objectives are to provide assistance and support to veterans and their families, to members of the Canadian Armed Forces, and to, and to the community. Members also visit hospitals as well as, as well as financially supporting local and national charities, youth programs, and community services and activities. Construction on the club building began in 1945 with an addition in 1949, and a second floor was added in 1963. The cenotaph, which lies in front of the club building, was unveiled in 1971. So there's a story in brief, if you will, of four um, significant cenotaphs, or four, four prominent cenotaphs within the landscape of the city of Mississauga. There are others, of course. Uh, there's uh, one at uh, St. John's uh, Anglican Cemetery in Dixie, um, and another one in Spring Creek Cemetery. And of course, there are multiple honor rolls and uh, walls of remembrance and uh, windows and benches and uh, family gravestones that commemorate service overseas for fallen veterans within our community. Um, but those are, are prominent ones that have remembrance programs around them uh, here in the city of Mississauga each year. Uh, and we thought we'd spend a few moments this week on Ask a Historian to reflect on the story of some of those cenotaphs. So again, thank you for joining us with uh, Ask a Historian. 
Please send in your questions each and every week, and we'll continue to explore the fascinating history of the city of Mississauga together. Like, subscribe, and follow us and stay up to date on all the heritage happenings with Heritage Mississauga. And we'll see you next week on Ask a Historian.